Hey, this is Mike L. Fleckner from the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters, and you're listening to Who's Who in a Top 10 Country Countdown. Made in America, the red, white, and blue, I stand for her honor, the flag and our troops, I'm proud of my country. What she's done for me We're made in America Land of the free Hello everybody and welcome to the Halloween edition of Who's... This is going to be one of my favorite episodes for sure. And I am here with the host of the show, the Night Owl Country Band. My name is Matt Lee, and I am here with one of the main vocals of the show. His name is... Brett Denny. Yes, and also the lead guitar player of the band. Tim Dooley. And the drummer, the backbeat. I am back by popular demand, Steve Pardue. The one that keeps us from going off tracks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good to see you all today. Good to be here. Good to be yeah. here. Yeah, episode 39. We're one away from 40. 39, that's a record for us, right? That's it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Every week that record gets a little higher. Uh, we have an exciting uh, show today. We have, uh, of course, the top 10 and best of independent country music artists that's going to be on the top 10 this week. Uh, we also have, I have for you guys a top 21 of Matt Lee's favorite horror movies. Yeah. Horror movies. Scary movies. Scary. So I'm excited about sharing those with you guys, and maybe you guys have some memories of some of these uh, Is that movies, one, too. Is that one movie with Shaq? Is it going to be in that? No. I mean, it wasn't very scary, but if you've ever seen him act, pretty scary. <laughs> when I started putting together this top 21, there I had so many uh that came up because oh, yeah. I was just want to do a top 20 and there's one that I just could not leave out so uh, we'll get to those here in just a little bit a little bit off and on throughout the day go ahead Brett get us going all righty let's get started with our countdown coming in at number 10 Dave Nudo with Lean Into Me every now and then it feels like I get it right like right now holding you if it all comes down and you feel like you can't win this fight, lean into me, lean into me, lean into me. When you feel like you can't carry on, lean into me. When you feel like That was number 10, Dave Nudo with Lean Into Me. Mm-mm. Man, he, he's dropping. Yeah. He's yeah. been on the list for quite a long time, though. Yeah. But hey, who knows? He may have one in waiting. He submitted a few other songs, so we'll see. Great songwriter. Oh, love yeah. His, love his stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've I've appreciated I mean, listening I mean, to this and being on our top ten the whole time. Yeah. And the fact that he writes for Dusty Lee, who's also on our top ten. So I mean, even when he's not singing, he's probably still on the top ten. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to number nine, the aforementioned Dusty Lee with Oh Atlanta. Same old And that was number nine, Dusty Lee with Oh Atlanta. Great song, great beat. I really like this song, like her voice. Yeah, I love the guitar work in this song. It's just no. really, no, it's really tasty acoustic guitar. Oh, tasty. Um, wow, what an adjective. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just really cool. I, I love that kind of uh, finger picking and, and uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Kind of the, with the vocals, I mean, uh, Amy Lou Harris is definitely prominent in this song. Um <clears throat> You can tell that's one of her favorite artists. She sounds amazingly just like her, so that's a good thing. All right. So I told you guys I've got a top 21 list of my all-time favorite scary movies. I'm going to hit a few of those with you right now. Uh, coming in at number 21 for me is the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I couldn't leave that one off. That should have been in the top 20. (laughs) That's what I would think as much as he's talked about that. This is one of the corniest movies ever made in the history of Hollywood. But every time it comes on, me and my son will will sit down and watch it. Yeah. We'll be amazed at how awful the acting is. (laughs) But it's just a movie that I have to watch. That's the charm of it, isn't it? Yep. It's just so poorly done. So that that <laughs> movie was from 1988. Wow. So the, my number 20 movie um, is from 1977. This is from the year I was born, and it was starring William Shatner. Oh, yes. A movie called Kingdom of the Spiders. Are you all right? Yes, I'll be all right, honey. Let's just go burn down that damn spider hill. Birch, if I was you... I get him into town and have a doctor look at his arm. Maybe you should both just stay in town until we can isolate this. What's happening here? Are you crazy, lady? This is our home. And no damn spiders are going to run us out. You seen that one, Tim? No, no, wait a minute. I haven't seen that one. I was was thinking of something else. I haven't seen that one either. Kingdom of the Spiders. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah, those those two there were um, one of my first two movies I watched. Number 19, Van Helsing. Starring, ah, there you go. starring Hugh Jackman. That yeah. was from 2004. 
Why is it so important to kill this Dracula anyway? Because he's the son of the devil. I mean, besides that. Because if we kill him, anything bitten by him or created by him will also die. I mean, besides that. Welcome to Transylvania. Pretty cool. It's also got uh, the very beautiful Kate Beckinsale in it. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's also in under, Underworld. Which, yes, yeah. yes. Coming in, at, and what I like about that movie is it has kind of the old uh, Universal Studio monsters in it, Dracula yeah. and the yeah. Wolfman. Well, it ties them all together, too, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Number 18, <laughs> Child's Play. Oh. With Chucky. Andy, no, please. We're friends to the end, remember? This is the end, friend. <laughs> original not the remake i didn't the remake was okay i, I love the way it started off mm-hmm. the love the way i love the way they set it up i thought that was really cool to in today's time if you're gonna make a make remake a movie they updated that how it all started i thought that was cool but then from there it just it almost became comedic in a way and i mm-hmm. just uh. you know who did the voice in the new one right it was mark hamill how oh, was it really oh, yeah, nice. mark hamill from star wars that's cool Number 17 is one of the only alien movies that I have on my top 21 list. Number 17 is Signs. Swing away, Meryl. Meryl. Swing away. First time you watch it, you're just like the edge of your seat you know because it's it they were, it was well done well mel, yeah. uh, mel gibson's in it and, mel gibson yeah and uh mm-hmm. it was well done i mean i'm, the way, more, yeah. I'm more into you know cinderella the notebook <laughs> stuff like that oh, God. I hope oh, wow <laughs> uh number 16 and then we'll move on with the countdown number 16 night of the living dead 1968 they're coming to get you barbara stop it you're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. Stop it. You're acting like a child. Look, they're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Uh, something, a little tidbit I saw uh, when I looked looked up this movie. It went on a budget of $114,000. <laughs> Classic. You could buy Classic. a cheap house for that now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget the first time I saw that. Was it a midnight showing on halloween and i'd never seen the movie before and me and my buddy snuck a bucket of chicken into the theater <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching zombies eat people while we're eating fried chicken and throwing the bones on the floor yeah. the whole theater smelled like kentucky fried chicken so it was yeah. great now th- this is one of the movies where when i watched it i i'd go to sleep and dream about fighting zombies and stuff Very nice yeah all right brett moving on to number eight Laura Beckwith and her song Halfway. Slamming tables, voices raised. I am glaring at your face. Back and forth and round and round again. We've been here so many times now. This time I think that we have crossed the
And that was number eight, Laura Beckwith and her song Halfway. Uh, like I said before, very unique sounding voice. And it's moved up a spot. So did move up a spot. Great song. Yeah, it's fun to listen to. And if uh, any of you listening out there want to send in your music, if you know somebody that has music, might be a songwriter or anything like that, you can send that music in an MP3 format to nightowlcb one that's the number one, at yahoo.com. We will get those, we'll listen to them, we'll rate them. Maybe they'll make the top ten, like some of these songs you've been listening to. All right, you heard number 21 through 16 just a few minutes ago, my top 21 list of favorite scary movies. Halloween is my favorite time of the year, and uh, it seemed like it'd be a good time to put a band together, too, around the Halloween time area, right, guys? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Coming in at number 15 from 2007, this movie featured a little character called Sam called Trick or Treat. We have to go. We have to get out of here. Calm down. We have to go. Look, Macy. Listen to me. We heard voices. There are other people here. What is that? (laughs) What I like about that movie is it's got little little bit of stories kind of like the creep show series oh yeah so it's kind of like that tim uh coming in at number 14 uh this may surprise you that it's this low but it was made in 1980 and also remade in 2009 friday the 13th are they all dead yes ma'am two of my men pulled you out of the lake we thought you were dead too do you remember very much the boy Is he dead, too? Who? The boy, Jason. Jason? In the lake, the the one who attacked me, the one who pulled me underneath the water. Ma'am, we didn't find any boy. Then he's still there. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> my favorite monster, I guess, if you want yeah. whatever. Can you do the sound? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. Last year, if you all came to our Halloween show, I actually decked out as Mr. Jason Voorhees and uh, lost about 15 pounds with a sweat, mm-hmm. playing for an hour with a full costume on, and I'm raring to do it again this year. Yep. So, mm-hmm. Coming in at number 13, uh, the Blair Witch Project from 1999. Not possible in this country. Not, not possible. possible. Because oh, this is America and it's not possible. We've destroyed America, most of our natural resources. Let's just keep going. God share your grace on me. And that wasn't really a great movie. But Tim, you can probably remember when that movie first came out. It was, they, everybody thought it was based on a true story. Yeah, then. yeah, it was. It was kind of a unique. The hype was deal. Yeah, because everybody thought it was like a documentary type because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the way they filmed it. In the first I went person. To, I remember going to the movie theaters and watching it and coming out going, eh. and then like was it two or three weeks after the movie dropped and there it did great numbers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then they were like these people come out and were like, 
we're live and we got you. Yeah. And I was just like, and she was in steak and shake commercials, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember the little stick figures that mm-hmm. were hanging oh, up? Oh, yeah. I yeah. put a bunch of them in and my yard they, that uh, year. And then they actually <laughs> made it. I mean, they did so well that they actually were able to pull off a second one. So, yeah. and then well, there might have been a third, fourth sci fi version, but. Another reason why that one's as high as it is is the ending. That was a great ending yeah. on that movie. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Anthony Hopkins played a great killer as Hannibal Lecter in 1991's Silence of the Lambs. census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Classic. You feel it does. Yeah. It does, it does. Tim, Tim that's, as far as picking the... Serial type killer. He's, he was perfect. He it? was great in that. Yeah, he plays a great psycho. And coming in at number 11 was uh, originally come out in 1990 and remade in 2017, starring Pennywise, mm. the movie It, Stephen King's It. Aren't you going to say hello? Oh, come on, bucko. I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. My dad said so. Very wise of your dad, George. You're very wise indeed. Wow, you didn't get that in your top ten? Not in my top ten. You're half your house is in Pennywise. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Britt, we'll get to the top ten here in just a little bit. Ooh, all right, all Go right. Ahead. Moving on to number seven, Richard Lynch with Cathead Biscuits. Cathead Biscuits, red-eye gravy. Down home cooking That's how my mama raised me Soup, beans, and cornbread And wild mustard greens Simple country living That's what you get with me I remember Mama holler Don't let the flies out For you kids born in a barn words and wisdom we all knew when she laid down the law and that was number seven richard lynch with cathead biscuits butter on the biscuits there we go i was hoping we'd get that red eye gravy (laughs) (laughs) on his way down but that's not necessarily a bad thing because usually when Richard Lynch comes down like that. That means he brings in another home run. So, And now moving on to number six, Gary Burke the third, GB3 with two-lane airplanes. Floating on cloud nine on maybe 11. Driving like hell and straight for heaven. Hallelujah, honey. You got your mind and body. Waiting on me to touch down in my two-lane airplane. Phones can fly, rolling jets, speeding the Chevy. Bound for the sky, blue eyes, burning down this dirt road runway. Got a kiss for your lips and a getaway two-lane airplane. I'm landing in your love tonight. I'm landing in your love tonight. And that was number six. Gary Burke the third GB3 with two lane airplane I really dig the piano in this song 
You thought I was going to say guitars, didn't you? Dang. <laughs> yes, love the piano in this song. Love the little twist on words and, you know, again, your feelings, your thoughts there, Gary. Great song. I'm going to touch on what you said last week. Who comes up with the name of the song Tulane Airplane? Mm-hmm. You know, so that that was kind of a unique name, yeah. kind of your own your own thing. Yeah, like Sneaky Snake. Who does this? Right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, it is time to step out of the nest. This is a quick and easy one. As a child, what was your favorite candy to get when trick or treating? I'll go first because it's still the same. Okay. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right. Nice. I'm, okay. I am an absolute sucker <laughs> okay. for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Same here. Yeah, Reese's, definitely. Right, Anything Reese's. with peanut butter, but yeah, Reese's. Well, okay. You remember, the, I don't know if they still make them or not, those little, they were flat candies that came wrapped up, and they were like peanut butter, and you, you crunched them. I don't yeah. know, they still make those? Yeah, yeah I think the, so. There's a name for those. Yeah. Um, but about? I would trade everything for Reese's and those things. Anything, like you say, anything with peanut butter, yeah. I was in. I see. Yeah. Uh, I'm a I'm a bubble gum guy, so if I got the double bubble, yeah. I, I like So I know I what to trade you that. now. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, I was uh, whatchamacallit. No, really. I'm asking you a question, dude. <laughs> you know, whatchamacallit. <laughs> oh, the thing. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... Go, you know the, you know the thing. What is it? <laughs> yeah, the thing. <laughs> the thing. You know the thing. <laughs> the thing with the thing in it. But yeah, I like to watch whatchamacallits. And of course... I mean, you know uh, I love sweet darts. Yep, sweet can't, darts. Can't go wrong with yep. sweet darts. And right. Back in the day, we had few people in Newburn. Uh-huh. Right down the road here, that would make popcorn balls. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever oh, had those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bag them up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah those were good. That was pay dirt, man. Did, mm-hmm. did you guys ever go to the houses where they'd put an apple or something like that in there? Hell no. They got toilet papered and soaked <laughs> unmercifully. Oh, I did. Flaming yeah. bag of poo. Or... Oh, <laughs> I've been to a few of them houses where they put a banana or an apple in your bag. Yeah. That's just wrong. Now don't rot your teeth out, honey. <laughs> don't worry with this stuff, I won't. <laughs> My brother gave out comic books one year. Oh, it's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was a big hit. All right. Yes. Good question. Man, we love candy. All righty, guys. Thank you so much. Now moving on in the countdown, number five, Kyle Elliott with Come On Over. Just another Friday night in a small town. Home team's away, heady westbound. Ain't nothing to do but just hang around. Can't turn back the hands on a clock You wanna rewind, you wanna make it stop Don't miss your chance, you better take your shot So come on over, come on over So we can do what we do I got a bottle of wine and a candlelight Girl, I'm setting the mood I bet you look as pretty as you always do When you walk in the room You got me acting like a fool, so don't wait, don't wait no longer Just come on over And that was number five, Kyle Elliott with Come On Over. I do believe out of our 38 episodes, yeah. I have to talk about 38 episodes, so uh, all of you thousands of listeners out there... Um, we actually used one of the artist's songs as one of our little clips last week. Yeah, it worked perfect. It, it did. Worked. It did. Uh, uh, Steve um, likes studs, I think. <laughs> well, who doesn't? <laughs> Come on, young now. studs, he said. <laughs> yeah, young studs. You don't... 
I love it. You don't want some old buck like us. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, a great song, Kyle. Thank you so much. And uh, thanks for letting us use it as one of our little clips, too. Yeah. I'm glad I could set that up for you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going into my top 10 favorite scary movies of all time. Are we, are we at 10 now? We're at 10. 10. Wow. wow, man. At number 10, this may surprise you, too, as low as it is. Number 10 from 1984. And they remade it in 2010. It was a, a big actor that uh, made his start on this movie. It was Johnny Depp. Oh. And it starred Robert England. Oh, okay. Nightmare yep. on Elm Street. Want to suck the face? No. Yeah. Yes. That's one of my favorites, too. That's, that's my I love it. Favorite. I love it because of the comedy in it. Yeah. The dark comedies. So you mean like a tongue coming through the phone receiver? Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is when um, he's hooked up with the ex-drug addict and he turns his, his oh, uh, yeah. glove into syringes. Oh, and yeah. And then she's got little mouths on yeah. her arms. Yep. And he, oh, yeah. Goodness. Pretty awesome. I, I love the story. You couldn't go to sleep. Oh, man. he'd get you. Yeah, yeah. that was I really got to admit, when the first cool. time I watched it, I... I uh I had I had trouble sleeping. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. It was uh, it it scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> uh, coming in at number nine, and the reason why this is at number nine is because of the amazing ending. One of the best endings to a movie I have ever seen, as far as horror movies, is the movie Saul from 2004. Mm. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you, not anymore. I, I like Jigsaw making all the puzzles. And oh. Yeah, you never knew what was going to happen, really. It was really fun yeah. you know, to see what kind of contraption they were going to get caught in. I really I really liked them from beginning to end. But, yeah. but the ending on the Saw, we won't give it away, but the ending of that first one was awesome. Yeah. Coming in at number eight, and uh, this is the highest Stephen King movie that I have on here. Is Pet Cemetery from 1989, and it also had a remake on 2019. Well, sometimes that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It may look like that person, but it ain't that person. Because whatever lives in the ground beyond the Pet Cemetery ain't human at all. One of my favorites. We went to see it together, didn't yes, we, Tim? Yes, we did. Aww. One of your favorites, Tim? Well, I like the movie. I like the book better. The book okay. was really good. But, yeah, they did pretty good. I mean, you come pretty close to the book as far as the story goes. But, uh, yeah, good movie. All right. Coming in at number seven, I love the ending of this movie also. This movie here gave me some nightmares, to be honest with you. Number seven is 2004's The Grudge. The ending where she's crawling down the stairs mm-hmm. was oh. pretty wild. And if you watch the the Japanese version, Juon, it it was showed a little bit more of her coming down the stairs. What'd it you was, call me? Uh, Juon. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that that's one of the movies that gave me gave me. Some that's nightmares. a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar in it, right? Yes. Yeah. I'll have yep. to go back and watch that one. And they, they did make a a new one, a remake somewhat in 2020 uh, toward the beginning of the year it, it was just okay 
<laughs> coming in at number six, uh, kind of a putting two of the classics together. I loved from 2003, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, Tim, you can't go wrong with two classic monsters, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, it's like when they put Godzilla up against uh, King Kong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's really cool, man. I like it. Yeah, Yeah. one of my favorites, number six. Freddy being my wife's favorite, and Jason being my favorite. I mean, as usual, I win, or did I? The wink (laughs) at the end, but um, I liked I liked how they structured the movie. I mean, you know, you couldn't get kids to be scared. So what brings most fear is a guy with a machete. You know, so Freddie brings him back, and, yep. and then they end up battling at the end, which was... The ending's great. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was a yeah. great, great battle. Yeah. Really good. All right, moving on into our countdown. Mr. Wyatt Massengill at number four with Teach Me to Forget. I've been holding on to the love we had for too long. No matter how hard I try, I'm just not over you yet. And I know you don't owe me any favors. But would you please, please teach me to forget? And that was number four, Wyatt Massengill with Teach Me to Forget. I'm going to give Wyatt about a $20 tip to not do No Jones on the Jukebox. Ah. It's, it's going to happen, dude. We're going to give him $40 to sing it. We're going to give him 40, uh, we're gonna give him 40 each <laughs> to sing it. And then, obviously, that's 20 apiece and then 20 each tip uh-huh. to bring us on stage yeah. and, and really make that song Really, well, people will now know why it was number one <laughs> for yeah. four weeks in a row. <laughs> right. So we're recording this the Friday before our show on Saturday. Yeah. Yep. So we're we're hoping as of right now everything goes good. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. Yeah. But thanks again so much, uh, Wyatt Massengill. Um, you have uh, one of our 
one of our fans. You've you've kind of made him one of your fans. It's kind yeah. of weird actually not having John between us, man. Yeah, he he did such a good job last week. And we we do want to say thank you to our Patreons. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our Patreons was with us last week. Definitely go back and listen to last week's episode and all the rest of them before that. That'd be great for you to binge watch that around the Halloween time and end at the Halloween show. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. So we want to thank John Barr. My bearded brother. We also want to thank uh, your sister in Christ. Marilyn Hammond. We want to thank Tim's brother. Mark C. Dooley. And we also want to thank somebody that he played music with. Sally Filyaw. Sally! And America's Couple. Jerry and Nadina Pardue. Yeah, we we have a new... Wow, they got the same last name as me. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't it, though? I would think they would change They obviously feel blessed. (laughs) (laughs) We also have some Andersons. Mike and Brenda Anderson. Yes, we want to thank all of our Patreons for uh, patronizing us a little bit more. (laughs) Patronage. (laughs) We thank you very much. If you'd like to become a Patreon at the $5 or $15 or the $25 uh, level, you go to patreon.com slash nightowlcb. All right, moving on into our countdown, number three, Brittany Waldrip with Lone Wayward Friend. And that was number three, Brittany Waldrip with Lone Wayward Friend. That one sat idle this week, but still a great song. Maybe it'll inch up closer. We'll see, we'll see. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. A very (laughs) special interview that we have been dying to do. I'm scared. Don't be Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters. Who are you going to call? We hope you enjoy this interview. Guys, we have something very special. Uh, this being the Halloween season, what better way to have an interview except for to have one with the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters uh, founder, and his name is Mike Flickner. Hello, Mike. Hello, guys. How you doing? Hey, hey. Hey, Mike. Good. What's up? We're doing well. Uh, can you tell us where Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters is located at? Well, the home base of Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters is based out of Corydon, Indiana. Okay. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. What what got you into ghost hunting? Well, that's a long story. We have to go way back. Okay. Okay. (laughs) About 46 years. Oh, my. Oh, okay. Yeah. um, When I was a young kid, around 10 years old or so, I I used to be afraid of everything. I was afraid of the dark, and uh, back in those days, in the later 60s and the earlier 70s, I don't know if any of y'all can remember some of the shows that came out about Sasquatch and mm-hmm. stuff okay. like that. There was documentaries and everything, 
and this stuff frightened me really bad when I was a kid. And uh, so much that I wanted to see if there was some way I could protect myself from these things, like uh, Bigfoot and Ghost. Okay. And so I acquired a book that was called Oddities. And uh, it talked about the Chase uh, family vault in Barbados where the coffins moved by themselves and stuff. Oh, wow. And um, the devil's hoof prints that they found. I mean, this is all way back in history. Wow. And um, it intrigued me. It intrigued me so much, uh, I kept bothering my mom to uh, buy me more nonfiction books <laughs> so I could study up on this stuff. Yeah. And it kind of stuck with me. Okay. Ever since. And uh, me and my buddies, when I was 10 years old, we snuck out of the house and went to this old abandoned house that was up the road. And uh, thinking that it had to be haunted because it was abandoned. And we thought, well, we'll go in there. We didn't have no equipment. We didn't have no experience. We'll go in there and just sit around for a while in the dark and see, if, you know, what happens. And after about an hour, uh, the wind picked up. Mm. And a screen door slammed by itself. Uh-oh. And now, now, being young kids and not knowing that that was a natural occurrence that was going to happen, we were scaring ourselves more than we were <laughs> actually, actually investigating. But that was such an adrenaline rush to me that, um, you know, I had to go back and try things again. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the years, it just... It just became second nature to me. I just wanted to learn and learn and learn. And that's where it started from. Okay. So so when when did you start Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters? The Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters started in 2000. Okay. And um, they started out of necessity. Because before the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters, Cy, the, the, I was using the name before I had a team as Cy, the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunter. And um, it started out necessity because when you investigate things, you really have to have a witness mm-hmm. okay. because mm-hmm. no, nobody's going to believe you if, it, if it's, it's just your word. And I thought, well, I need to get a team. And uh, there's been three renditions of the team. Okay. Uh, the, the rendition we're on right now is the third, and it's, it's 10 years old. Oh, nice. And, and it's by far the best rendition of the Indiana Ghost Hunters with Barb Wyatt, Debbie Russell, Gabe Wyatt, and Amber Royalty and myself. And um, what we do is we go out and uh, people will call us and tell us stuff's going on in their house. And, and we'll go out and scientifically try to find out if, if there's natural causes for it or something really is going on. We, we truly try to help people. That's that's what our whole goal in it is, and to find facts about uh, paranormal activity. Well, that's awesome. I got a real quick question for you here, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody's wanting to know what is the most haunted hunt you guys have ever done, and where was it located? Well, I'd have to say, even though I've got a long history with uh, Waverly Hills mm. Sanatorium. Um, that probably the most haunted place that we've ever been was Thornhaven Manor. And oh, that's okay. in uh, Newcastle, Indiana. Oh, okay, yeah. 
that just sounds scary to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Give me cold chills. <laughs> oh, it's crazy there. It's crazy. You, you can walk in, and, and they'll just start talking. Oh, oh my gosh. That's awesome. They'll, they'll talk. You'll hear foot, footsteps on the upper stairs and everything. I, I mean, they're not shy. They come wow. right out. So would you say they're intelligent or more of a just re- residual haunting? They are very intelligent. Mm. Uh, we actually came across the spirit, which opened up a, a police case again in that oh, area. Oh, wow. nice. Of a, of a missing girl from a hundred some odd years ago uh, named Catherine Winters. I watch a lot of, of stuff on TV, uh, hunters and whatnot. And, and that's kind of a big, that's kind of a, a absolute just home run for you guys. Cause that somebody's obviously was reaching out to you to, to maybe close this case so they can move on. Correct. Well, it caught word uh, of the authorities up there and, uh, that D and when they were writing books about the, the missing girl. I mean, she just came up missing. She was a little girl came up missing over a hundred years ago. It's an unsolved mystery, but she came through on some of our sessions and that sparked interest mm. and, and they wanted us to try to continue to contact her. Now, now what linked her to Thornhaven? I don't know, but, uh, we've been pretty successful with bringing her through. And in, in fact, she's very much attached to Barb White. Okay. Wow. Okay. Huh. And, um, it's, it, it's, it's pretty wild. This is Tim Dooley. I was going to ask you, um, what's one of the strangest things you've ever experienced or seen? I know you probably got a long list, but uh, what one really sticks out for you? Well, the craziest thing that ever happened to me, of course, I was at Waverly Hills for 10 years. I was a tour guide, and I was also the head of their parapsychology department. I was also um, a coordinator and information person for all the ghost shows that came there, ghost hunters, adventures. And, um, so I've, I've met a lot of people over the years, but it'd have to be at Waverly Hills. And that's because I spent six nights there a week for 10 years. Oh my. And, um, a lot of those nights by myself. So I began to, to learn that building very well, but nothing surprised me there that I had a group of individuals that came there. And uh, I'm not going to mention the guy's name, but he was with a popular ghost group that was on TV. Uh-huh. And uh, I took him to electroshock therapy. And I told everybody, like I told everybody at the end of the building, I said, we do not provoke here. Do not provoke anything in this building because it's dangerous for everybody. And, and it is dangerous. The building will get you. And um, so he he didn't know how to call out a spirit without provoking it I see. and he called yeah and he called it a name Uh-oh. and he was he was getting answers oh but he called it a name and before i could jump up and stop him the the ceilings were plastered parts of the ceiling started caving in on us oh my gosh and there's 30 people in this room and then we heard a loud banging from the next room over. So I ran over to check out what that was. It was an old sprinkler system where the pipe had bent and it was smacking the wall. Oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> Love it. 
and uh i had to run back in the room and and um like i said i can't mention his name but i said you started this you did this you <laughs> you finish it <laughs> yeah you finish it before somebody gets hurt yeah so he he apologized but it didn't calm down so we had to get everybody out of wow. the building and the building was unsafe to go into for a couple of days mm. because um they up there that building it just doesn't get over people or get over things right wow so that's it, very interesting yeah. Sometime we'll have to go on a hunt with you if if, if Matt will hold my hand while we go. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah, be awesome. We, we actually had well, we, so, we actually had something set up uh, in May, and of course with the uh, virus thing that's happening, mm. we had to put it off. But we was going to go with you to Old Blackford County Jail in Hartford City. So we're we're still wanting to do that sometime. Ho- hopefully, first part of the year, maybe. Yeah, we'd love to have you guys. I'd be we'd cool. love to have. That'd be you. awesome. Yeah, because. Uh, Old Blackford County Jail is very interesting, too. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Mike, a few episodes ago, we kind of asked ourselves, what would be a bucket list of a place for us to play, uh, you know, being Night Out Country Band? We want to ask you, what would be your bucket list? What would be the one place that you would like to investigate? Alcatraz. Oh, Oh, yeah. That would be cool. He had that one loaded. That was quick, yeah. (laughs) That was... So, yeah, that that sounds great. That sounds very cool. Yeah, I would love to see Alcatraz. And uh, other than that, I would like to do the Catacombs of Paris. Oh, Oh, that would be great, too, yeah. Um, We got just a couple more questions here. What what is your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie? That would have to be a very obscure movie called Ghost Story. Dad, I'm telling you something happened. I'm telling you something. I think he may have been murdered. The house, the fear, the nightmare, the vengeance, the terror, the truth. Not now, Rick. Yes. Now. Okay. Hmm. It had Fred Astaire and all the old actors in it. Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's because I could relate to that movie. Okay. With a lot of experiences. <laughs> yeah. All right. And and uh, our, our last question, of course, we're a, we're a Night Owl country band, so we're going to ask you, who is your favorite country artist? My favorite country artist? Well, I like you guys a lot. Oh. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Matthew, tell him what he's won. It took us 39 episodes to get somebody to do that. <laughs> no, I, re- I really enjoy listening to your music. I really do. And I do listen to your music. Oh, thank we you. appreciate oh, thank it. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. When we everything that we know to do, we somehow see it through. When there's nothing left but moving on, baby, it's hard to do. My strength lies in you. It lies in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we appreciate you being a part of the Wounded Warrior Project show the, the last couple of years of the Halloween show that we've had, and we appreciate you doing that. Um, can you tell us where to find Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters? Well, you can go on uh, YouTube and look up the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters, and uh, you can also go on the Internet and pull up our website at uh, southernindianaghosthunters.com, 
And if you're on Facebook, look up Sigh of the Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters. And that's S-I-G-H. Yes, sir. All right. We appreciate you taking the time out and doing this interview with us. Um, and definitely on Halloween night or leading up to Halloween, go to their YouTube page and uh, watch some of their, their hunts and some of the investigations that they've done. We appreciate you, Mike Flickner, for, yep. uh, for doing this interview with us. Yes, sir. Anytime. Right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank and happy, you. Happy thank Halloween. you, man. See you, buddy. Yep, good. Good to hear from you, too. Thank you. Take care. All right, guys, that was a very good interview. I'm scared. You should be. I am. That was creepy. I uh, I was looking forward to our to our hunt with him. Yes. Now I'm even more interested <laughs> in going. We, oh, we, you're interested. I, I thought you'd be scared. No, no. I mean, I, I was scared because I don't want to bring anything home with me. But, I mean, I watch that stuff, and I it, it, well, it does scare the bejesus out of me. But I think it would just be really cool to go on one. And, and you know, m- most of these entities are just trying to get your attention. I mean, yeah. when we so, go, will you wear that shirt so I can find you in the dark? Absolutely. Thank you. He's wearing a bright green shirt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I can't wait to uh, do that that hunt with him. Yeah, in Hartford City, Indiana, the old Blackford County Jail. All right, moving on into our countdown number two, Dustin Sonnier with Missing You, Mississippi. You said you wanted things that sparkle. And I could never buy a diamond ring. I guess cowboy boots and houses in the country. Never really were your kind of thing You swore up and down you didn't want to leave me But you had to go and find some brighter lights I hope you know that I will always love you Pray to God you find a better life You can get lost in Austin, lose your way in L.A., go nowhere in New Orleans, same on San Francisco Bay. If you ever do get lonely, well, you know right where I'll be, all along in missing you, Mississippi. And that was number two, Dustin Sonnier with Missing You, Mississippi. Hmm, number two. Hmm. Hmm. That means we have a new number one. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Before we get to that, this is my top five scary movies of all time. All right, coming in at number five, uh, this movie I put on the top five list because of the story it tells. It's a great story. Number five is 2007's vampire movie called 30 Days of Night. Board the windows. Try to hide. They're coming. They? Who are they? I've not seen that. What? Have you got it? Can this, I borrow it? Yeah, you could do that. The story behind that is the vampires go to a town in Alaska where it's dark for 30 days, and they just kind of feast. And then they burn it down so that nobody... Don't spoil it. 
Yeah, it's not really. No, that's it's the, not really not oh. really destroying the story. It, okay. No, that's there's a story a, within the plot. So yeah. to speak. All right. Great storyline. Yeah. Coming in at number four. Halloween. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Which one? 1978. Oh, the original. Was also remade in 2007. I think that was Rob Zombie's. Yes, sir. And it was also remade in 2018. Yeah. Well, continued. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they kind of ignored a lot of facts that they did in the previous ones. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. The Rob Zombie one was brutal. (laughs) Kind of hard to watch the the 2018 one after watching the Rob Zombie versions. Rob Zombie one was brutal. But that 1978 movie, the reason why this is so high on my top 21 list is it it has aged very well. Being from 1978, that's another movie you could just put in and it uh, you can watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just watched it the other night for God knows how many times. Yeah. Coming in at number three, this is uh, got an actor in it named Bruce Campbell. They called him the B-rate king. Movie called Evil Dead from 1981. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Me? I'm through running. They remade it in 2013. Uh, that's, that's how I knew that, that title. I've seen the, uh, the remake. You've seen the remake. Yeah. Okay, the remake's okay. Uh, the original, I love the original when um, the girl first gets possessed. I've not seen that one yet. I've seen Ash versus the evil dead is that connected that's connected to it? Yeah. yeah yeah ash is the bruce campbell character give me some sugar baby but i, I love that movie um I, I like it when she starts turning and when she starts turning they're playing cards and they're trying to guess what the cards are and the girl's sitting on the other side of the room well she starts calling out ace of spades eight of hearts and it's pretty creepy wow. and then she lifts up in the air and she's a monster so just like that I hate it when they do that and they have the monster down in the basement everybody's scared of basements so that's just uh that's why that one's number three on my list can one of i just say favorites. whenever whenever you see a basement in one of these movies don't go down in there <laughs> yeah. the, the geico commercial i think it's geico, that's my favorite the, where they where they're running away from like this skeep scary house and then the, well they gotta go here we gotta Stay go here. why can't we just get oh. in the running car yeah. <laughs> look yeah. at her like she's lost Let's her hide mind. behind the chainsaws <laughs> yeah. that the is dude, that is every the dude's scary face movie. <laughs> yeah just shaking his head that's oh so great that's a great commercial <laughs> all right we're at my top two favorite all-time scary movies and any of these movies that you've heard on this list, you can find them somewhere on Netflix or uh, on cable, uh, or you can rent AMC them at the is Red playing Box. them like over and over again right now. You can borrow them from Matt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number two on my list is Exorcism of Emily Rose, two thousand five. Tell me your six names. We are the ones who dwell within. 
Just pick that movie up. I have you not will watched not it yet. be. You will not be disappointed. Okay. Yeah, that was from two thousand and five. Even Brett would like okay. that. It's a good movie. Yeah, great movie. It it, it's uh, got a good storyline, and it also brings in the uh, uh, kind of courthouse type. Well, I, I think. Nope, I could be wrong. Is this based on? True story, isn't it? I believe so, yes. Uh, Before I hit number one, I I will say that there's a podcast that I have been listening to called Collative Learning, C-O-L-L-A-T-I-V-E Learning, and it tells the backstory of a lot of these movies. The movie The Shining was definitely one of my all-time favorites, and I watched that, and it totally changed the way I look at the movie The Shining, and it was not even in my top 50. Wow. Yeah. That's why I don't want to see that because I love yeah. The Shining. I want to watch the, uh, the Red Rum, the second part of that. Oh, uh, Dr. Sleep or is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I haven't seen it. But... Watching that, he does a thing on The Shining. He does a thing on The Dark Knight. He does uh, all sorts of different movies. It's oh. He's ruining movies is what you're saying. Kind of. <laughs> but, but there's also there's hidden gems in some of these movies that Hollywood is hiding in there. Some of it's political. Some of it's... Ah, well, that's, hidden that happens. Mean, hidden that, that's why you should just read the book, Stephen King's book of The Shining, and then you wouldn't have all that. Hidden meanings and movings. And it's, it's just pretty cool. Yeah, check, check them out. Pretty neat. Uh, and he's got thousands and thousands of followers is on, it on YouTube. Is it podcast? Or the, oh, he has YouTube? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Podcast. You can also be a Patreon for him also. Uh, there's a little plug for him. Maybe he'll plug us. Hey. That'd mm. be good. Coming in at number one for me is started around 2013. Uh-huh. It is The Conjuring. No! The <laughs> By the power of God, I condemn you back to hell. Ah. Oh, and yeah. The Conjuring Universe can go under all that i love the movie the nun i love the conjuring conjuring 2 i thought was just as good annabelle annabelle was good um i loved loved all those movies and they actually the people that uh, ed and was ed and uh ed and lorraine warren lorraine warren they actually did the were part of the amityville horror as well so yeah Yeah. they also have a podcast before they passed they sit down with i think it was their son-in-law very interesting go through they tell you all the stories the travel channel or Discovery just did a documentary on them mm-hmm. that I, I recorded. I have not got to watch it yet, but from reviews that I've seen off it, uh, must watch. Especially if you're a, in your case, a Conjuring fan, you yeah. you have to watch this. This that's hour long show on them, and uh, yeah, one, one of the most notorious investigations was the Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, so that's my top 21. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope people go and watch a scary movie around that, the Halloween that town. That Conjure movie gave me cold chills. I mean, ugh. Yeah, it, it, it's not just a scary movie, but it's a scary movie with a story. Just like we look at a lot of these songs. The song is a good song, got good music, just like a scary movie. It has a scary music at the right mm-hmm. times and uh, has a story behind it, too, so... Now, if you don't, if you're like Brett and don't want to watch these movies, I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> plug one of my favorite bands, Ice Nine Kills. This a, had an album that actually did a lot of the movies on your top 21 list there yeah. in a three minute song. So if you want a, a short version like the uh, Cliff Notes <laughs> version, and you're into some metal, 
Definitely pick up that album. I yeah. see. The Silver Scream. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Halloween's my favorite time of year. It is. It is. Thank you so much, Matt. And now coming in with our honorable mention, Southern Gothic with Sheets Down. Well, it was barely past 11 when my pills kicked in. The cabinet didn't hurt my cause as I stumbled down the room. Not even half as drunk as these strangers I pass. Stumbling in and out of bars as they smoke cigars and laugh. But I don't even think anyone's from here anymore. Well, it's pouring in sheets down on the bio. And we're dancing out in the quarter under the lamps. Red wine and codeine are coursing through our veins. And we never want to go back home again. And that was the honorable mention Southern Gothic with Sheets Down. What a great week for them to be honorable mention Southern Gothic. Yeah. On yeah. our Halloween episode. I love this song. Yeah. It's a great. I love the mandolin in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's tearing that mandolin up. Really cool. Uh, the very first chorus, they kind of took the music out. Didn't quite take it out. It's kind of a little quiet, but the harmonies. Oh, oh yeah. Man, good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah, good. I, with the, I, I gotta honestly say that when I saw the name, I, you know, I was I, being a metal guy. That's kind of expected to be a little edgier. And then when I played, it, I was like, "Well, it's not what I expected," but musically and and vocally, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not what I was what I was expecting whatsoever. But like you said, very fitting name. We were talking about the Halloween show, yep. Gothic. Yep. We just interviewed Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters, yep. Southern Gothics. Yeah, worked out great. Yep. And a lot of these honorable mentions make the top ten. So, yeah. I have a feeling. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to move up, but we yeah. will see. And now it is time for our recap. Coming in at number ten, Dave Nudo with "Lean Into Me." Coming in at number nine, Oh Atlanta by Dusty Lee. Oh Atlanta, I hear you calling. I'm coming back to you one fine day. Coming in at number eight, a song called Halfway by Laura Beckwith. And number seven, Cathead Biscuits by our friend Richard Lynch. Cathead Biscuits, red-eye gravy, down home cooking. That's how my mama raised me. Number six, Gary Burke the Third with Two-Lane Airplane. GB3. Number five, Come On Over by Kyle Elliott. So come on over, come on over, so we can do what we do. I got a bottle of wine and a candlelight, girl, I'm setting the mood. 
Coming in at number four, Wyatt Massengill moving up a spot with Teach Me to Forget. You make it look so easy, just carry on with no regret. All I'm asking is will you teach me to forget? Coming in at number three, Brittany Waldrop with Lone Wayward Friend. Coming in at number two, Dustin Sonnier with Missing You, Mississippi. Every week you get to say number one. Yeah, that's two. He does it. Right? <laughs> he sets he, us up. He stands exactly where he needs I to move be. Around. He does. <laughs> <laughs> but you're probably excited to say what number one is this week. Yes, this is a song that really uh, is close to our hearts, and it's called "A Scar on a Soldier's Heart" by Mike Casto. High school was done, the jobs were thin in their sleepy little hometown. The sign said, Uncle Sam, won't you boots on the ground? At the time, they never realized the toll that it would take. Seeing casualties of war, and how much was at stake? They made it home, but in their head they could still hear all the sounds. Desperate screams and gunfire, like thunder from the clouds. Only they know all the hell they face, defending you and me. With no regrets, they've paid the cost to keep our country free. They've got scars that we all can see when they're rolling up their sleeves. But the scars that really hurt most, nobody's ever seen. They can't talk about the pain, cause there's no good place to start. The price of freedom has left its silent mark. Like a scar on a soldier's heart Haunting thoughts of watching friends fall down Reached into their mind Now once again they're in harm's way And their lives are on the line Bottled up for all these years Our tears they've never cried It's time we all take notice And stand up by their side 
They've got scars that we all can see when they're rolling up their sleeves. But the scars that really hurt most, nobody's ever seen. They can't talk about pain, cause there's no good place to start. The price of freedom has left its silent mark. Like a scar on a soldier's heart Yeah, the price of freedom Has left its silent mark And that was number one, Mike Casto with a scar on a soldier's heart. Yeah, coming out of the uh, Wounded Warrior Project show, um, and then this one being number one, uh, we here at Night Out Country Band are very patriotic, and it really means a lot to us to see somebody writing patriotic songs, especially one that tells such a story as this one. Mm -hmm. And and we just uh, definitely... Uh, appreciate and want to say thank you again to Trace Thompson and Wyatt Massengill and all the other guys for uh, taking their time, giving their time mm-hmm. to uh, just do a great concert for the Wounded Warrior Project. We appreciate it. We also want to thank the affiliates, Southern Indiana Ghost Hunters. We also want to thank Unique Beats. Oh, you be with a Z. Yeah, we want to thank them uh, for being a part of it. Guys, should we thank Casey Johnson? No. Okay. We also no. want to say thanks to Ed Boston. <laughs> Ed Boston. He he was on our show a little while back. Filled in for Brett. Yeah, he did a good job. We appreciate Ed Boston for being the special MC for that show. So we want to thank the Elks for allowing us to have the show there. We had to move our show last second to a different date yep. and a different location. And we want to thank everybody that came to that show. We want to thank the uh, the Barr family, John and Bonita Barr, for uh, doing the photo booth. Okay. We also want to thank Nadina and Jerry, America's couple. Mm-hmm. We want to thank them for decorating the tables. They're good people. They are. I never thought I would thank John Barr for anything. I know what. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, is you, you become a Patreon, you get to be on our podcast, you get to make stuff for our shows. I mean... I guess what I'm trying to say is you want to become a Patreon. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tim, do you have any last words for our listeners? Yeah, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we're looking forward to doing our Wounded Warrior show, and and uh, that last song, uh, our number one, really hits home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we appreciate our men and women in service, and uh, God bless them. God bless everybody out there. Thank you. All right, Steve. Do you have any final words for our listeners? Oh, just uh, the usual. Everybody stay safe out there and, and uh, get out and vote. Like Matt said last week, if you don't go vote, you can't gripe later. This is a very important thing for all of us as Americans. Get out and do your part. Everybody have a safe week. And uh, all those that came out to the show, we appreciate you much for donating to a very worthy cause. Out bands that donated their time. And we look forward to uh, doing this show every year. Everybody have a wonderful week. 
Yeah, next show for us is this Saturday at Kokomo Country Palace. You can join us there at 9.30 p.m. there in Kokomo, Indiana. We're looking forward to that show. Uh, The people that own Kokomo Country Palace also own Nashville Country Palace. So hopefully we'll be there sometime next year. Uh, Again, thank you for everybody that listened. Thanks again, Unique Beats. Uh, We appreciate you. Something that doesn't happen very often, the top ten this week, guys, there was nobody dropped off. Nobody added. So there's top 10 was actually just shuffled around from last shuffle, week. Shuffle, shuffle. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that don't happen very often. Congratulations to the top 10. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Who's Who Independent Music Top 10 Countdown. Remember, as always, if you want to support the show and Night Owl monetarily, head on over to patreon.com slash nightowlcb. Toss a few twigs to our nest to keep this bird in flight. If you have no bucks to toss our way, however, go find us at Facebook.com slash Who's Who Pod, Facebook.com slash Night Owl Country Band, on Twitter at The Real NOCB, Instagram at Night Owl Country Band, and online at www.nightowlcb.com, where you can purchase tickets to our shows, purchase merchandise, and check out our schedule as to where we will be playing next. And until next time, on behalf of Matt, Tim, Steve, and myself, we encourage you to step out of your nest and listen to some music this week that you normally wouldn't have listened to. Take care and stay safe. Peace. See ya. Have a ghoul week. Made in America. The red, white, and blue. I stand for her honor. The flag and our troops. I'm proud of my country.